0: Our topic is, what did you talk about last week? Introduction to Christmas. <clears throat> <clears throat> last year, last week, it was John talking about prophecy. Was that it? Yes. You were thinking that in your head, you just didn't say it yet? No. Right? What prophecies? Of Jesus Huh? of Jesus being born yeah, what about <laughs> who knows give me one he would be born of the son of the family of the family ok king lying born in David's family another one what else give me two more yeah there's one and one more Easy one. Let's see. What? Um, that wasn't an old prophecy. It came along. Yeah. That, that wasn't an old prophecy. That was what the angels said. Is it the star prophecy? Is it? Did you talk about that? Do You remember? Anybody know if you talked about the star last week? Any recollection at all? Okay, we'll have to talk about the star this week. Alright. Matthew chapter 2. Matthew chapter 2. Let's see if you can figure out the biggest question about Christmas. The biggest Christmas question. Verse 1. Go ahead. Jesus was born back in the days of Herod the king, behold, there there came wise men from the east to do Saying, where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen a star in the east and are come to worship. Stop right there. What's the biggest question of Christmas? Now you know it's in those two verses, right? We read those two verses, I asked you the question. Where is it? So, what's the question? What? No, not really. They did say, Where is he? But that's really not the big question. What's the big question? Who are they? Um, When was Jesus born? says what? What does it say? Who they are? The wise men. Born kings of We've seen the star in the east, so they're the wise men. So, the logical thing that comes into your mind is nothing logical in your mind. (laughs) About it. Now, the wise men are called Magi. That's what they're actually called. The Magi. Um, they were a tribe of people. And if we change the word a little bit, magicians. Magicians. Magi, magicians, the Bible uses both the words simultaneously. So, here comes these Magi They're from a tribe. Where did they come from? How does it say? From the they came from the east. Where's east? All right, there's Jerusalem right there. This is the Dead Sea, Sea Galilee, Jordan River. And way down here is Arabia. That's considered East. So they came, they're Arabians, they come from the East. Some people think it's up here, anywhere that's East of Jerusalem. So what's the question? There's two questions, really. What are the two questions? Alright, read the next verse, verse 3. When King Herod heard this, he was deeply disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. Keep going all the chief priests and scribes of and asked them for for the stop there. So what's the problem? They're from where? Arabia, they're magi from Arabia. they came asking for where's the new king? And what do they answer? We don't know anything about a new king. The Jews don't know. So the logical question is, how come... How come... Our brains are not firing well today. How come these Arabian magi know... There's a new king. And the Jews don't know it. How do they know that? How do they know there's a new king? No? What does it say in the text? There's a star. So what does it say exactly? We have... seen what star? star. We have seen his star. How do they know? It's his star. First of all, how they knew there's a newborn king, they arrive in Jerusalem, nobody knows what they're talking about. We don't have a newborn king. Secondly, he said, Well, here's how we know we saw his star. How do you know it's his star? When you look up in the heavens, you say, Let's see, there's Audrey's star. There's Sierra's star. You ever do that? You ever say, There's somebody's star? I guess you can get one named after you if you want to pay money. You're dumb enough to do that. You can get one, pay money, and they'll name a star after you. So How do they know that that star belongs to a new Jewish king? There was a prophecy that said that new star would come when the new king was I want to know how they knew. They're from Arabia. They're not Jewish. No, you'd think if they said... Well, we got a new Arabian king. You say, well, okay, we expect you to know that. How do you know there's a new Jewish king and nobody else knows it? Well, we saw his star. Who said it was his star? How do you know that? And so there's a real logical question. They come to Jerusalem and says they're all troubled. Why are they troubled? Because they don't know what they're talking about. It's entirely confused in their mind because they think, we don't know what you're talking about. And you're Magi. Now let's follow the Magi for a little bit. Um, Exodus chapter 7. Exodus chapter 7. We're going to start reading at verse number 10. And Moses and Aaron went unto Pharaoh, and they did did, so as the Lord had commanded. And Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh and before his servant, and it became a servant. Then Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers. Now the magicians of Egypt, they also did did in like manner, and they're in, their yeah. in, in ch- enchantments. For they cast down every man his rod, and they became servants. But Aaron's rod followed up their rods. And he hardened Pharaoh's heart that he hardened not unto them, as the Lord said. So... Moses and Aaron go in and say, let my people go. They say, you're nobody. We're not going to do it. We're not going to let your people go. He says, well, i got proof that I am somebody. Watch this. And He takes his staff, his stick, throws it on the ground becomes a snake. Pretty impressive. I never did. Any thick eye or you stayed a stick? How about you? Eh? No, that doesn't happen. But what did the magicians, the magi of Egypt do? hmm, Impressive. What did they do when they threw their snakes down, their rods down, turned a snake? What did Pharaoh say? We can do that. That's no big deal. We can do that. My magi can do that. And so, I don't think you guys got a case... We're going to ignore you. So Moses is on this side, right? And Aaron, this side are the Magi. Are they on the same side? What are they? What do you call people not on the same side? More than that. Enemies. And they're going to try to prove that Moses and Aaron are fakes. Alright, they're going to do a lot of things. Moses said, watch this turn the water into blood. Magicians did the same thing. How do they have power to do that? You and I can't do it. Where did they get the power, the magicians? Where did Moses get it? Where did they get their power? Fella, you've heard of Satan gave him power to do things. And they did quite a few things until all of a sudden Moses took the dust of the earth and in his hand he said, it's all going to turn to lice. And he threw it down and there was lice everywhere. And the Magi said, we can't do that. We can't do that. And they did a lot of things and the Magi said, hey, this is God, it's not us. Some things we can do, we can't do that. So they're opposite. They're opposite. The Magi are advisors to kings. They got a lot of secret information. They know how to turn a stick into a snake, and they do it by the power of Satan. All right, now, look over at Daniel. Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel... Chapter 2. Start reading at verse number 1. And in the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar Nebuchadnezzar dreamed dreams whereas his spirit was troubled and sleep great for him and then then the king commanded to call the magicians and the astrologers and the sorcerers and the how do you say that? Chaldeans Chaldeans for, for to shew the king his dreams so they came and stood before the king said to them, I have a dream that troubles me, and I want to know what it means. Then spake the Chaldeans to the king and said, O okay, king, live forever. Tell us, thy servants, the dream, and we will show the interpretation. The king answered and said to the Chaldeans, The thing is gone for me. If you will not make known unto me the dream, but the interpretation thereof, you shall be cut in pieces, and your houses shall be made for them. But if you make the dream and its interpretation known to me, you'll receive gifts, a reward, and great honor for me. So make the dream and its interpretation known to me. And for the second time, when the king told the dream to servants, and it will make no interpretation. The king answered and said, I know of... that ye would gain the time because you see the thing is gone from me. But if ye will not make known unto me the dream there, there is but one decree for you. For ye have prepared lying and corrupt words to spake before me till the time be ch- uh, changed. Therefore tell me the dream and I shall know that ye sh- can shew me interpretation thereof shall he answer before the king and said, there is not a man upon the earth that can show you this matter. Therefore, there is no, no king, lord nor ruler to ask such things as a cat fishing, or a man earth. Okay. King has dream, wakes up next morning. Man, that was a bad one, but I forgot it. So interpret my dream. Well, what is it? So we can interpret I'm not telling you you got to interpret it without me telling you. Think that's a little unreasonable? I don't know. What does he say? If you don't do it, I'll chop you in pieces and burn your houses down. This guy, now you don't mess with this guy. So the Magi, magicians, the Magi in Babylon are called on to interpret the dream. They got no idea. They said, nobody's ever asked the magi to do that. We know secrets. We don't know that. You can't ask us to do that. He said, Well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to kill you all or tell me to dream. So, they're a little nervous, as you might think. All right, let's take a look at uh, verse 46, same chapter. that they should offer an sweet The king answered unto Daniel and said, Of the truth, that God is the God of gods, and Lord and Okay, so they call on Daniel. I think I can do this. So God tells him, here's what the dream was. He goes to Nebuchadnezzar, here's your dream, ready? And he tells him, I saw a big old statue and his head was gold and his chest was silver and his legs were bronze and his feet were made out of clay, he said. And, and here's what it all means. He tells us the history of the world from this thing. And he said, that's an I dream. How'd you know? You're magnificent. You told me to dream. I don't know. Nobody else could do that. And so next verse 48, listen carefully. This is it. Get it? Listen. Go ahead. And the king made Daniel a great man and gave him many great gifts and made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon and chief of the governors over all the wise men of Babylon. ha, 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 ha. There is a tribe in Babylon, same tribe was there in Egypt against God. Now there's a tribe in Babylon, same Magi, are still against God. And the king says, you're fakes, I know you're fakes. And I'm going to cut you in pieces because he knows he's not a dummy. But Daniel comes along and tells him the dream without ever hearing it before because God told Daniel. And so Daniel knows the dream. And so Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, says from now on, Daniel is master of the magi. Now the Magi have a new leader. Daniel. He's master of the Magi. He's in charge of all that tribe. Babylon is ruling the whole world. They're a world power. They control the entire world. He is in charge of all the advisors who are magi, magicians. He did save their lives. And so he puts them in charge of the magi. Now, goes t- logically to say what? If he's in charge of the magi, he's going to tell them about what he sees is prophecy. All right. And so this information that the Magi's keep and store, they're going to get now from Daniel. He's going to tell them things that they never heard before. And they're going to store that information. The first thing he tells them is in chapter 9 of Daniel. Verse 25. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem unto the Messiah, the prince shall be seven weeks, and to restore it in two weeks, the street shall be built again, and the wall, even in troublous times. Alright. So Daniel has information he passes over to the Magi, and he says, Jerusalem. Is going to rebuild the wall, which means it's been torn down. Nebuchadnezzar, the guy who was going to kill all the magi, smashed Jerusalem into little chunks. And so he said, "Jerusalem's going to be torn down." They know that it's already happened. He said, "Now, pay attention, because from the day that the the law goes out, they can rebuild it." which now they remember that the king of Persia said, I'll give you money, go build a wall in Jerusalem. Anybody know to who he said that? Nehemiah, a guy named Nehemiah. King of Persia said, I'll give you money, whatever you want, go build Jerusalem. From that day, there are three score and two, which is 62, and seven weeks is 69. Now those weeks are multiplied into 7. 7 times 9 is 63, 7 to six is 42, and 6 is 48. And so there's 483 and each week represents a year. So Daniel tells the Magi in 483 years from you first hear they're going to rebuild Jerusalem, Messiah will appear. So how do they know about a new Jewish king? Because 483 years from that day that Daniel told the Magi they're keeping track. They keep that kind of information because it's power. And so they keep that and they say, let's take a look. There's a new star. I wonder if that's got anything to do with a new Jewish king. Oh, look, the time works out. It's 483 years since they built the wall. So we know it's time for a new Jewish kingdom here how do they know Daniel told them right now what else do you think Daniel told them numbers chapter 24 now you meet. The first magi in the Bible. The first magician. He's on the side of kings. He advises kings. His name is Balaam. First one to show up. Uh, 24 Numbers verse 1. wherever we and are. Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord to bless Israel. He went not as at other times to seek for enchantments, but he set his face towards the wilderness. Now the king of Moab said to Balaam, you're my magi, you work for me, I'm going to call you over here, there's a bunch of Israelites come wandering. why don't you curse those people? So he goes up and he looks, can't do it. I can't curse them, because God intends to bless them. So I can't do what you say, because God told me not to curse him. So I can't use my enchantments, the things that magicians use, right? I can't do that. i got to go by what God says this time. Now let's see what he says. Chapter 24, verse 17. okay <laughs> says to his boss the king of Moab "Uh-uh. here's what I saw I saw a scepter which means you know what a scepter is it's a stick that the king holds fancy golden stick and if he, you come say, I gotta ask you a question if you don't like it he holds the scepter behind his back cut your head off. You're dead. So you got to be real careful when you ask the king a question. If he likes you, he's got his scepter. He holds it out. Touches you. You can ask your question. So there's a king with a lot of power. He says, I see a king with a lot of power coming out of Israel. Now, what do they know already? 483 years, Messiah come. That king comes. Now, add to this what the Magi said way back in the beginning. There's a king going to come out of Israel. And then add to it one more thing, which is what? A star comes out of Jacob. So, what information do the Magi have? They always watch the stars, and all of a sudden there's a new one. Have you ever seen a new star? There aren't any there's no new ones. You can watch from the beginning of time there's only been one new star, that one. So they said there's one right there. We figured it out. We've been watching these stars. there's a brand new star so we got information. What's our information? 48three years build a Jerusalem there's going to be a king born. there's going to be a powerful king. We're going to hold a scepter. And then, when he's born, a star arises. So we put two and two together, taking our information, and we drive to Jerusalem. What do we say? Let's see him. There's a new king. How do you know? We never heard of it. We saw a star. How did the Magi know these things? Because Daniel was at one time master of the Magi. And the original information that a star would rise with a new king came from one of their own. The first Magi mentioned in the Bible, Balaam. So we have a very interesting situation where people who aren't Jewish know a whole lot more about Jewish things than people who are. Ah. And that's how the Magi come in with the biggest Christmas question. How do you know there's a new king when you live way over in Arabia? You come from places like Babylon and Egypt. How do you know? And how do you know that's his star? Because our Magi already told us and the leader of our Magi, Daniel, gave us the exact time when he went appear. So come walking, in. Where is he? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Matthew chapter 2. Verse number 9. When they heard the king, they departed and followed the star, which they saw in the east, west. Went before them till it came and stayed over where the young child was. When they saw the star. They rejoiced. with exceeding great joy. Entering the house, they saw the child look, Mary his mother, and falling to their knees, they worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And being born in a dream not to go back to birth, they returned to their own by another round. Okay. So, Herod says, let's be friends, guys. You know where this king is. If you find him, let me know. And after they leave, Herod says, when he tells us, when they come back, we're going to kill that king. But God says to them in a dream, don't go back that way. Go a different way, and he goes a different way. Here's my question to you. How did the star shine over one house? Look up at night. Tell me which star is shining over your house. See any? Remember when I was a young I had a little sister. She was a little kid and I was carrying her around and we were out in the front yard. We always used to go out and look at stars. So look, at, there's the big dipper. So we walked around behind the house and she turned around. So Where'd it go? You understand that you can walk 100 miles and it's still there. All right? You can't walk past it and turn around and get it and it would be in the backyard, okay? So how did that start? shine over one house. That's a good answer as there is. We don't know. We do not know how the star shone over the house where he was. Unless God just said hey fellas watch this and a beam of light streaks down right on that house. That's the only way I can figure that they could find a star over a house because you go outside and the stars are over every house, right? There's no star over your house that's not over your house and your house and your house and your house and my house. So it's one of the great mysteries of the Bible. How did the star work? And the answer is, yeah, God said to that star, put a light down on that house right there. And they saw the light on the house. That's the only explanation we can come up with because we don't know the answer. Because stars do not shine on one house. So, tell me about the birth of Jesus. It's a pretty miraculous thing. Things are happening that never happened before or since. There's no house, star shining over your house. (laughs) Who knows? We don't know. It's one of those mysterious things about Christmas. How the star shines on the house. And here's the funny thing. When you think about this, bring me an answer sometime. They're following the star. They get to Jerusalem. Jerusalem. They don't know where to go. So they say to him, is he here? Now, we don't even know what you're talking about. Herod, he's a nasty man, says, I wonder if they're talking about this Messiah. So he asks, is there any prophecy? Oh, yeah, we know. He's supposed to be born in Bethlehem. So i will go there and look, see if you find him. All right. Herod wants to kill the baby. And it says, when they left Jerusalem to go to Bethlehem, they could not see the star. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? I don't know. Disappeared. It's not like western New York where it's cloudy and you can't see the stars half the time. This is Israel where the sun shines all the time. And the skies are clear. There's no clouds to speak of over there. They look up. The star's gone. What do we know? Go to Bethlehem. We go down there and all of a sudden when they get there, what? Hey, look. It's back. How'd that happen? I don't know. Mysteries. The big questions of Christmas: How the Magi know about the star? We know that. How they know about the king? We found that out because Daniel, was the master of the Magi, gave him the time. Their own Magi told them about the star. How come they found the star of the house? I do not know. Nobody knows. Only God. Okay. Now you got all that mystery figured out. Let me know when you find the answer how the star shined over the house. Thank you.